the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and we welcome you to be a part of the show by calling us on this beautiful Sunday afternoon at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or better yet, and it's amazing what happened. So I got here a little after 11, it was overcast, it was still drizzly, and the parking lot was empty. <laughs> so there was maybe one person besides me. Yeah. Then noon came. And the sun squeaked out. Or then, you know, about 11.30, the sun squeaked out. And now the park... They're back. They're back. Yep. Just waiting. uh, Everybody has gone to church, I guess, and the sun is out. And now they're thinking about gardening. So come on out and uh, be a part of it. The nursery looks gorgeous. I think with uh, the humidity probably is low now. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if the... uh, if that rain knocked some of the oak pollen down, oh, which no, would be it, nice. It knocked the cack, and my car was covered. Oh, with, was it? Uh, the male part of the that holds out holds the pollen. Yeah. And uh, my car was covered with them. Okay. How can he uh, full of them? Milton says he thinks the humidity is low, and there's puddles. Uh, <laughs> well, it just it's so clear. Either, yeah. either that or I've cleaned while well, I'm not wearing my glasses. That, well, could, that could explain the, it, too. The temperature is uh, pleasant. I mean, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really matter about the humidity. It's, it's let's so see. Bad, the temperature is, let's get you. Uh, 70. 71. 71. Is that what you're guessing, or do you know? No, no. that's a guessing. says here 62 degrees. 62? doesn't feel like 62. <laughs> But yeah, so it'll be 71 by the time we leave, according to this. Hey, what happened to our disclaimer that I enjoyed so much? Oh, I don't know. It didn't It didn't play? Did you have them take it off, Milton? No. I know. It just... Have you got confidence in us now, Milton? <laughs> no. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no. Are you kidding? I thought I thought that was a compliment that you yeah. were well, paying I, us there. JC's uh, going to play it, you know, when you least expect it, uh, you'll hear that disclaimer. Oh, so. okay. He still got it on the board. Huh? Oh, yeah. He's ready. Could, I don't okay. know. I did, not, I did not hear it, but I didn't hear it either, so... Hey, so we encourage you to come on by and visit with us. If you come by and you come up to the thing, we still have some tickets to the Valero Texas Open. And today we'll just just come on up to the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and we'll give you a pair of tickets. Are to they going to play today? Sure. Now t- yeah. Nothing stops them golfers. Uh, okay. Well, I think uh, I mean, it could be I muddy. There's one little spell that what, later the in the afternoon, but it looked like it's going to be clear the rest mm-hmm. of the day. Yeah. 
So it's a beautiful day. And, um, oh, we want our Rain Rangers to call us, too, at 210-308-8867. Calvin can give us a report from the medical center. Uh, inch two, and a quarter. Inch and a quarter for the since yesterday, right? Yes. Okay. So that's good. 210-308-8867. My, uh, it must have been a heavy rain at times. I took the dog out at 6. Good Lord. Yeah. That's when it was mainly bad. See, it wasn't real bad then for me. Oh. And then went back to bed. <laughs> you know, you know, you think the dog... So let the dog kind of out in the front, and I'm watching from the inside. Oh, you, he's loose? Yeah. You let him loose? I let him loose. And he, uh, she, oh. she, she uh, did her business. Okay. And then she looked at me and said... And it rained? It was raining a little bit then. Okay. And she kind of looked at me and said, I'm going for a walk. Uh, so then I kind of got to get out there and follow her. And Oh, no. Yeah, and then she, uh, I decided that it was... Not good for her to get all sopping wet. So we, we, we went inside and I went back to bed. But it uh, it started, I know it started raining heavily oh, after that. Yeah. So. Seven, at 7 it was, when I went out with the dogs, it was. It was, was it pretty bad? Yeah. Yeah. Not bad, good. Did they scare, they scare, yeah. scare the light? No, not, not the Westies. Not the Westies? Good. Yeah, yeah my, my Airedales traditionally were. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, I mean, it was funny, the big, tough. Dog, not afraid of anything, and then if you have the side of the bed whining and trying to, trying to get up in the bed with you. Yeah. And then, um, let's see, so it's, it must have been heavy because things got knocked down. Oh, yeah. The uh, poppies, which were nice and tall and leaning against something, they were knocked down. Yeah. The uh, yellow, yellow rose, my grandma's yellow, was kind of beat up a little bit. What do you mean, the leaves? It was just kind of hanging. Yeah. Oh, well, that's just wet leaves. Yeah, it'll come back up. I yeah. know. It'll perk up. And then... Uh, and I was walking in. As I was walking in, did you see all those Grandma's yellow roses over I didn't there? notice oh. the grandma's. I was looking at they're, her. They're over toward the uh, butterfly garden. Hmm. And I mean, there's about 20, 25 of them over there. So uh, Trace, Trace did good. Or whoever brought them in did good. Because... Uh, one of the largest producers of Grandma's Yellow Roses have quit producing them. So uh, Trace has to look for them pretty hard. But uh, the roses are pretty. The roses are still pretty. They haven't deadheaded them, and the rain kind of shattered the blooms. But they got new buds coming. Yeah, lots of buds. And they're on sale. Mm-hmm. 20% off. Yeah. And uh, and they've got some good yellows over there. Yeah. I hate to say that, but uh, they if you like yellow, they've got some pretty good yellows oh, over it's, there. And it is, I don't even know how to describe it. It's sunshine yellow. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's not a golden. It's not a greenish yellow. It they've is, got a golden over there. Yeah, I saw that. Um, somebody bought it yesterday. Calvin yeah. was pointing it out. Yeah. Well, oh, I think he was pointing it out at the Bougainvillea. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, is it a? It's even brighter than Esperanza, I think. Oh yeah. So it's a it's a great uh, rose. It's a it's a eye catcher. Oh. And I don't know that we've ever had anybody call with this problem. Oh. I don't know that there's anything I can do but get over it. Okay. 
So we have our poppies. <laughs> some of them are, you know, closer to the house, and some of them, about three or four, which came up finally. I bet you they'll come up after this rain, too. They'll probably perk up. But the uh, between the sidewalk and the street, okay. that little strip. Okay. So yesterday we were I was sitting in the house, and Laura was sitting there. We were reading and, and just enjoying our Saturday afternoon when Laura said, I think someone just picked one of your poppies. <laughs> and I was like, what? And yeah, they, I picked out the window, and they were walking by, and... I went, I'm going to go outside and see who vandalized my poppies. <laughs> and sure enough, one of them, they just picked the head and moved on. They picked it pretty clean. They must have pinched it. So I felt the... The seed pod? Or? Well, with the bloom. The with bl- the bloom. With okay. the bloom, yeah. Well, so you, quite often you'll forgive if you got a full bed of uh, yeah. seed pods. You can forgive that. But, yeah, that would bother me, too, if they picked the I flowers. I only have three yeah. Laura said, just get over it and feel happy. They enjoyed the seed pod and they oh. enjoyed the flower. And so she wouldn't let something. you load the gun. <laughs> no, she no. wouldn't. I think, she was, I, think, I think my reaction to her was a little hysterical. That it was like, uh. What are they doing? You don't just come on someone's yard and pick flowers? <laughs> yeah, how much I sweated over that? But it's okay if they enjoyed it. This reminds me uh, of uh, my poor little poppy. Dennis, our Crack reporter in uh, Austin, yeah, sure, Austin sure. Sent, yeah. sent this to me on March the eighteenth. Poppy, a you know, a poppy disaster. California's town forced to shut down a super bloom hillside viewing after being overrun by Disneyland-sized crowds of flower-crazed tourists trying to pose for photos, trying to pose for photos. Authorities in in Southern California closed the access to Walker Canyon on Sunday. Uh, The hillside was inundated with tens of thousands of tourists (laughs) trying to see the super bloom of poppies. Uh, super super bloom uh, was uh, the result of extremely heavy winter rainfall, and saw the area covered in orange flowers. The hashtag uh, poppy shutdown and poppy uh, uh, began spreading on Twitter when problems arose. Officials say an addition to traffic problem, people were leaving trails and trampling the flowers (laughs) in the in the chaos over over the weekend. One one city employee was hit by a car. Oh my gosh! And a visitor suffered a snake bite. That's what people warn about with blue bonnets. Yeah, that's what you you know. You think I make that uh, butt damage up? Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think this was stomp damage. That's what. That's why John Thomas and his blue bonnets and and wildflowers they have paths in them. In other words, you know that they they clear. And of course, they got signs. Don't get off the path to take pictures. But uh, yeah, people listen to that. Do they, they? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
supposed to, but, uh, yeah. but it doesn't take very many to destroy it. Oh, yeah. Or a deer. Deer, when, deer don't follow the instructions either. Yeah, when you walk down a blue bonnet plant, in other words, crush it to the ground, it uh, it never comes back. Now, you can, you can butt damage it if you want to and lay it to the ground, and it will mature the seed that's already set. Okay. Because the plant's still alive. Okay. But of course, it won't be pretty bloom. Now there's a there was another um, news story I was listening to. I forget <laughs> it was TV or radio, and they were talking about. Uh, I think it had to do with the poppies too. With people were picking them, and, oh, yeah. and, and they had to explain that as you pick them, you are killing the opportunity right. for, for it to seed again. Right. So you don't exactly get that super bloom again another time because you kept picking the poppies. There you go. Yeah. It's brutal. <laughs> I thought, thank you, Dennis, for sending that. Yeah. Now, I, I assume they're talking about uh, the California poppies. Yeah. Not the, our maroon poppy. Well, the, the maroon poppy really got uh, knocked down. Yeah, in the, the wind and the rain, the red fared much better. The, uh, the one, at least as tall as the maroon, and uh, I had about uh, thirty plants that were are growing together up on the upper area of the of the yard. And uh, it's funny they didn't. They see, didn't fall over. No, they didn't fall over. Now they. That's uh, weird because the, uh, the maroon poppy is out of the red poppy. Yeah. Now the maroon is just much thicker. More dense than the, yeah. the red. It's a du- true double. Yeah. Um, so, but it also there's also a lot of buds still. Oh there. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess a, a person, uh, if you didn't have too many, you could uh, do a little bit of maneuvering just to give the the plants a little more room or get some weeds out of there if they were in in the area or prop up prop them up a little bit. Uh, maximize the seed distribution. Don't you think, I don't know, after this nice rain, and then it'll be warm today, uh, that they'll, they'll, the ones that haven't bloomed will kind of perk up and, oh, yeah. and bloom? Yeah, they'll bloom, but you may not be able to see them if they're deep. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. They're down low. You too. might want to stake them. Stake them in time. Okay. Like you do to my... Okay. This. okay. Uh, and uh, that'll help protect the seed, too. We've gotten a request from uh, A&M. They want some maroon poppies over there. Do they? Yeah. I mean, ju- better send them the maroon uh, ones and not the no. red one that some people have. <laughs> well, the guy, the guy that's going to be growing them or overseeing them is uh, Gentry's, Willie Gentry's son. And uh, he, uh, out of Laredo, well, there used to be Gentry's Garden Center. And... Uh, and he's going to be overseeing them, so we'll, he, we'll tell him to pick out, the, uh, pull out the reds as soon as they make themselves known. And send him your picture, Milton, <laughs> of the red poppy that you called maroon. It was maroon. It's a camera. A <laughs> <laughs> camera. Maroon is a hard to, thing to take pictures yeah. of. Yeah. Although the second one that I took. Well, is blue still hard hard to take picture of too? Wasn't blue always uh, difficult uh, to get a true blue? The hard, hard, yeah. 
the hardest of flower. Let's see, what was the name of that thing? It, it, it kind of a, it's kind of a tangerine color. Like cross, I, I know the it's the uh, crossvine or yeah the crossvine Tan- crossvine tangerine beauty yeah, yeah crossvine is is hard to uh, hard to take pictures of uh-huh. yeah there are, there are a, bet, a yeah. number of plants that look much better in light and oh, yeah. person than they do from the, the camera now I'm having that trouble with a digital camera. Coral vine is what I'm thinking of, oh. not cross vine. Coral vine, and uh, you know we had a, had a red one, have mm-hmm. a have a red one, and uh, but the, the most most of them are that pink coral, mm-hmm. and uh, it just messes your camera, uh, digital cameras up. Now I never had that trouble with uh, film, film camera. Huh. But it it messes a digital camera up big time. That bloom does. You know, it right almost it. looks out of focus. Oh, so it's having trouble identifying that, that particular color. color. Well, I guess so. Wow. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Uh, Rob called from Elvendorf, said two inches, I think. Oh, So we my got goodness. an inch and a quarter from the medical center and... Uh, so um, give us a call. Tell us what your rain report was, and come on by and visit with Mill, visit with us here at Mill Burgers, and we'll get you. If you want to go to the Valero Texas Open today, I've got a pair of tickets for you. We while supplies last. So just come on and uh, come say hi. Lots of folks out here. So let's take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming right up right after this on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Thanking everybody that came out to Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive last weekend. It was the biggest one ever. Our most successful drive had 95 units of blood donated, and that's 285 lives touched. So on behalf of Millburgers, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and your South Texas neighbors, thank you for coming out and donating blood. Want to know when the next blood drive is? Be sure that you're keeping in touch at MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com, where you'll find out about the big fiesta celebration at Millburgers, April 20th. At Saturday, April 20th, there's all kinds of fun with free fajita tacos and drinks sponsored by Nature's Creation, Virgin Margaritas, a mariachi band from 11 to 3, and all kinds of fun. Now, don't forget, too, the 2019 Fiesta Medals are available for a $7 donation to the Salvation Army while supplies last. All this information and more when you go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. 
including surveillance solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art surveillance solution security package that includes a 4K high-def color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000 exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The Reverend in name only Al Sharpton chaired a meeting of black leaders and others earlier this week in New York. Attending were several presidential candidates, lower tier I'd call them. Each tried to outpromise the other on what they do to help black people. One proposed $1,000 a month for life for everyone. Each tried to out-liberal the other. None suggested that school choice might be the best opportunity for African-American children trapped in failing government schools. The teachers' unions wouldn't stand for that. No one talked about building up black families or gave credit to President Trump for prison reform. The usual script was followed, voter suppression, which is a fiction, attack President Trump, you get the picture. One question. We had eight years of Bill Clinton and eight years of Barack Obama. Why didn't they improve the lives of black people? Democrats need an underclass dependent on them to get their votes, and votes, not improved conditions, is what it's all about. If more African Americans became independent of government, they might be less dependent on Democrats. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. I was talking to Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control, and we were talking to him a few weeks ago. And uh, the things that are active right now are ants, uh, little sugar ants and uh, other ants. And it's important to know what they are, so it's important to call a company like Warren and Spider-Man Pest Control uh, because you want to treat it correctly depending on the ant. Now, the uh, folks at uh, Spider-Man Pest Control, Termite and Pest Control, that's important to know, too, because the, this topic is going to be, uh, I'm going to tell you in a few minutes, not now, but not a few now. minutes, I'm going to tell you that termites are getting ready to become more active. Swarm, huh? Yeah. So I'm not going to tell you that now, oh, but okay. in a few minutes. So at Spider-Man Pest Control, they've got certified entomologists so they can make a proper identification of what's the problem in your house, treat it, and then see if they can help you to prevent it from coming back. That's why folks like Spider-Man Pest Control. Um, by the way, uh, we're getting near termite season. Really? I don't know if you've heard that. No, yes, I haven't. <laughs> absolutely. So uh, you may think you have termites, and you may, or you may think you have termites and you don't. That's why you need to call Spider-Man Pest Control. Or you may just want to make sure that you are protected against termites. Maybe you don't want to see them. Ever. 
So give call, give Warren and uh, Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control a call. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Next week we're going to talk about the Care mosquito trapping system because I bet with the wet weather, mosquitoes will get a little more active. And uh, they can help you with that, too. Who's going to talk, but who's not talk now. about it? Huh? I'm going to see if I can get warned. If, not to come now. Up. That's good. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you about it now. No. <laughs> we can talk to them about its relationship to maximizing butterfly population. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because usually you, if you look at it, it, it kind of makes you think that it may be a way to control mosquitoes without cha- challenging your yeah, for butterflies. Yeah, we will get Warren on the air next week, and we'll talk to him about that. My so, roaches keep my termites and ants away. <laughs> do they? Yeah, you've got them trained. Yeah, oh, they they new. they don't live in a symbiotic. No? Have, you, have you ever seen? Okay, a roach and an ant together. No. There well, you yeah. Go. Yes, you yes you have. I have? If you if there's a dead roach body. <laughs> uh, that the ants cover it needed. Oh, but that's yeah, different. But I'm talking about a lot. Oh, uh, living together in the kitchen, you know, serving yeah. themselves food. No, you don't see that. Yeah. Never happened. Hey, you know, uh, <laughs> I hate to change the subject. We'll, we'll have on to you ask guys. Warren to confirm your your. Uh, he's also observation. GhostSpiderManPest.com. GhostSpiderManPest.com is where you'll find him online. Now, our people uh, are looking for uh, monarch butterflies. Yeah, and. Uh, we have had reports of their that they're finding enough milkweed. Oh, good! Uh, their legs. I got. Uh, I uh, have uh, one of my milkweed plants has got uh, monarch caterpillars on it too uh, already. So that that's a good sign. I was a little worried that the our, our milkweed because of the cold weather, mm-hmm. the freezes we had, is just behind this re- behind the season. But uh, once they start, once those milkweed plants start. They grow yeah, pretty fast, yeah. and uh, the monarchs aren't too fussy. <laughs> you mean the monarchs will lay their eggs on a milkweed that's not blooming? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, will it? Yeah. Okay. Now, they, they like them blooming because they like the nectar. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, the, the key there is the foliage. Okay. And those uh, milkweeds, I was looking for... Uh, we'll get when Trace comes in. We'll see where what the situation is with with the milkweeds here at uh, Millburgers. I suspect most of them have been purchased because uh, yeah, I saw you looking for yeah. them out there. Um, but that, uh, that that those are the milkweeds that I put in as a filler while I'm waiting for mine to grow, and uh, uh, the monarchs appreciated it and are laying eggs on them. Oh, so, so that's good. Yeah, uh, the little milkweeds. Yeah, those little. They've grown a little bit. They're going to eat it off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, don't you remember, was it two years ago or was it last year that there was that, that dilemma? We had a couple of dilemmas. We'd have folks that planted the milkweeds, and then they'd call us and say, how so do we control those uh, aphids? How do we control those aphids? And it was just the silence on the other end when we said, you don't have to control those aphids. You know, we're not trying to maximize uh, production or size yeah. or anything, and the, the aphids don't get in the way of the... Aphids won't mine. kill them. No. Won't kill the milkweed. No. And, uh, you know, it just it's kind of a contradiction there, trying to trying to control the aphids when you're, your major reason that you've got <laughs> milkweed out there is so that the cat caterpillars can benefit by it. 
Yeah, most people recommend uh, if you got aphids on plants like that, just spray them off with a strong, strong uh, water solution. Water solution. I've heard some say soap too, but I, I don't. I really don't think it's necessary. Yeah. You know, if it, if you've got that, you just got that. It's a, the, they must be the same people that insist on breaking their leaves too. Yeah. <laughs> if you get it's got that urge, you can't stand to have those aphids on your milkweeds. And just put a little, get a little pressure sprayer and spray them off with water. Yeah, those uh, aphids are hard to kill, hard to control. Oh, oh yeah. And uh, the water, they, they're they on top of each other. Usually there's several layers of aphids. They're very colorful. They're colorful, yeah. Yellow, I guess. I, I loved it. I thought it was great when Jerry said it was, there was a kind of a silence during the middle of one of these discussions, and Jerry said, well, you know, it's an indication that there are no pesticides on those mon- on There those you go. Milkweeds, because those aphids are there you an, go. an easy kill with pesticides. <laughs> hey, we've got Ann on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Ann, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from out east in San Antonio, and I just... I missed the first part of the show because I've been out in my yard. My my yard is just being overtaken by crabgrass, and I got out after the rain and have started trying to pull it, and some of it I can pull up, some of it I, it's too tough. Tell me what to do. Is my St. Augustine going to overcome it, or do I have to pull all the crabgrass, or what do I do? No, it's going to kill that St. Augustine. <laughs> no. Stop it. <laughs> now, that's, it's, it's, it's not... It's not crabgrass. I couldn't resist. Mr. Crabgrass is the is the <laughs> weed that grows in the summertime. That grass. Oh well, this looks like crabgrass. Yeah, it does. It, it, it does look like, especially this time of the year. Yeah, it's rescue grass. That's another uh, weed, weedy grass. Now it's uh, Jerry and I were debating this the other day, but it's in a lot of places. It's already declining from the heat, but you're you don't have to you don't you don't have to make an absolute. Uh, remove the plant, but if you can cut it, mow it, mow yeah. it in any way, or if you got a trim or a, a string mower, and just keep it from uh, producing seed. Yeah, I it has you, the seeds on some of the long stems now. Yeah, and, now, and you know it's starting to seed. Yeah, well, if you don't have too many plants, rather than just pulling the whole roots and everything, unless it's easy, you can just. You know, cut off those uh, seed heads. So the 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 key is to keep the seeds from being produced for the next right. three to four weeks. So you're, if, you're, if I, but I have you know areas that that are just solid clumps of this, and and I know there's a little Saint Augustine left down underneath it, but I, will it survive if I just mow over the the other? No. Yeah, what? <laughs> don't, don't tease yeah. me. I take everything uh, you, you say just, very seriously. <laughs> yes, she does. Now stop that. She's listening to you. It is. Yeah, it will survive. Just keep a. You just mow like you were mowing your San okay. Augustine once okay. a week, and you'll you'll notice. Jerry's just mad because his Floritam has not done anything. It hasn't started growing yet. It's my, green. My mine actually. Ha- mine hasn't either, but. I'm a little worried about how much shade I have now in my front. No, yeah. my floor, my Saint Augustine is green, uh-huh. but it's just not growing. No. Low, okay. 
Yeah, yeah just, well, mine, mine is just sparse, and I've had so much of this other, I was afraid it wouldn't survive, and this other would, would drown it out and kill it. That's exactly what's going to happen. you say it happen. won't, if I just, if I just mow it. <laughs> yep, just mow it. And it's, okay, this has I, been, it's this hard has been to pull. Yeah, this been has been the most challenging year. And, and some of it comes up easily because it's wet, but others it, I pull and pull, and it won't come out. Yeah. Well, it, it it's gets it gets harder and harder to pull as you get near the end of its season too. It, uh, yeah, because it's big. These plants are big. They're they spread out, you know, eight inches or so. And they look like oats. Oh, well, they look like crabgrass at the base. Yeah. Yeah, they look like crabgrass, but they have the little uh, seed stems, the long stems coming out from it, and yeah, I, I yeah. just wasn't sure what it was or what to do. You're always so helpful, and I'm grateful because I, I'm not much of a gardener. I like pretty things and just like green things, but I don't know what to do with them a lot of the time, and you always answer my questions and help me so much, and I appreciate it. Oh, well, thank, thank you. you. That's great. me. That, I don't know if she means you after today's call. Thank you, Ann. That's very kind of you. We're glad we well, can help. You're you're very helpful, and and I get a lot out of listening to you, and I appreciate it very much. So I'll just mow this and watch it, and and hope right. it goes away eventually. Right. Yeah, it won't be that long. Yeah. Okay. Well, you call I, us I did get Ann. over three inches of rain today, which was nice. Wow. wow. Where are you? I'm San uh, out, yeah. on the way to Seguin. Oh, cool. Okay. Wow. That is good. Yeah. good. Yeah, it rained for about four hours, and it was wonderful, and it was on Sunday, and I could say, thank you, Lord. No. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, thank you, thank you so much for your help. You, you, okay. You, our pleasure. You take care. Bye. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Don't forget, Millburgers Top Tomato Contest is coming up June 8th here at Millburgers, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Uh, there's uh, lots of different categories. We have small and cherry tomatoes, uh, large and regular tomatoes, largest tomato by weight, and you can find out more by going to millburgernursery.com. Millburgers will even give you a $10 gift certificate uh, if you participate to be used the day of the contest. So mark your calendars for June 8th and be here and participate in the Top Tomato Contest. It's going to be a lot of fun. James is on the line at 210-308-8867. How much rain did you get, James? I'm headed to the farm right now. I don't know. Uh, well, I'll get go- there probably about an inch and a half, just judging by the way everything's wet around here. Well, that's good. Well, what's going on? Hey, I, uh, I listened to Calvin talk about the butterflies. Uh, is there any way to, like, lease five or ten acres from the bat cave or something like that and just plant the whole dadgum thing with uh, milkweed? You know, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bunch of those kind of things going on. Uh, one of the initiatives, I think it's the IH35 Urban city initiative mm-hmm. that they're they're identifying public lands all along the, the interstate where they can go ahead and plant and they're get and cooperating cities are, are dedicating some of their lands to the milkweed but yeah that kind of thing is going on uh, some of the universities uh, the University of uh, Texas in Dallas has got initiative like that. 
So I, th- I think I think it is really possible and it is happening. But uh, so hopefully, you know, we'll get to we'll get to the point where there's uh, plenty of milkweed for the monarchs, and that won't be the issue that uh, uh, reduces their population if any further. That, Does that, that help, James? That, that's pretty good stands on some of these ranches uh, out in the Elka. Yeah, yeah, the antelope horn. Yeah, yeah. And then Can you the, hear me? The, 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 yeah, we're we oh. keep we're keep getting a clicking on your phone though. It's uh, yeah, so I don't know if, what that is. You know, yeah. if you uh, a radio personalities could talk that up and uh, and write that up, you could probably get some good contributions from all your uh, all your butterfly lovers. That's what I well, was what thinking. we what we have done, James, is uh, uh, <laughs> referred people to those to those initiatives and or, and organizations that are are working on that now. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know there are folks out there that are pretty dedicated to it. Every time I give a presentation, there's yeah two or three there's, people in the audience that have their yeah, pet organization. Mm-hmm. There, there's nothing wrong with the individuals trying to do what they can, but you really need to get with the program and, and do some large plantings if you want to make a difference, in my opinion. Well, like I said, there are large plantings up in the hill country and uh, all the way to Junction. I just go out to uh, towards Cattle Lake up in the northeast yeah. part. Yeah, oh, yeah. All that green, mm-hmm. green milkweed in all the ditches there. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, but there are uh, uh, maybe maybe some of the folks in our audience too are familiar that are involved in some of these initiatives can, can tell us about some of the, some big plantings too that are in, in this area. Thanks, James. You take care. Bye, take James. Care. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867 or better yet come on out to Millburgers lots of folks out here now the sun is out and so are the gardeners so come visit with us and the temperatures are very pleasant. yeah it feels very nice so we'll be back right after this Kevin don't go anywhere you're up next on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer Milton you were taking off Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Thanking everybody that came out to Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive last weekend. It was the biggest one ever. Our most successful drive had 95 units of blood donated, and that's 285 lives touched. So on behalf of Millburgers, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and your South Texas neighbors, thank you for coming out and donating blood. Want to know when the next blood drive is? Be sure that you're keeping in touch at MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. Where you'll find out about the big fiesta celebration at Millburgers, April 20th. At Saturday, April 20th, there's all kinds of fun with free fajita tacos and drinks sponsored by Nature's Creation, Virgin Margaritas, a mariachi band from 11 to 3, and all kinds of fun. Now, don't forget, too, the 2019 Fiesta medals are available for a $7 donation to the Salvation Army while supplies last. All this information and more when you go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. 
Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply, and you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day, with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. 9.30 a.m. The Answer and Community First Health Plans invite you to this year's Easter Extravaganza. Saturday, April 13th at Trader's Village on Southwest Loop 410. There'll be four different hunts for four age groups starting at 10.30 a.m. Along with the hunts, there'll be door prizes and you can have your picture taken with the Easter Bunny and various superheroes who'll be on hand. Brought to you in part by Thomas J. Henry, Save the Children, Kip Charter Schools, and the Law Office of Chavira Brown. For complete details, go to 930amtheanswer.com. On Lock Hill Selma is a wedding and event center called The Veranda, originally the home of Chester and Helen Slip. Another San Antonio story after this. Hi, I'm Shirley Smith, co-owner of Countywide Service Company. For a limited time, we're offering a free comfort evaluation. Countywide has partnered with Day and Night to provide the most reliable AC and heating service with constant comfort in Bear County. With our service call, system installation or maintenance, Countywide and Day and Night are there for you. Receive a 20% discount on any option we recommend. Call Countywide Service at 210-732-9772. Licensed TACLA 28066E. In the 1920s, the Slip Home was built by the same architect who designed the Medical Arts Building, now known as the Emily Morgan Hotel. The locals called the homemade stone the Castle on the Hill which inspired the name of the new community incorporated in 1951, the city of Castle Hills. I'm Sonny Melendres. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to LowerYourHBP.org. Head to toe, everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Kevin is on the line calling from Castle Hills. Hey, Kevin, did you, what did you get last night or yesterday in rain totals? Do you, do you track that? Oh, you're talking about rain. I thought you were talking about something else. Um, no, I got, um, I got 1.3 um, after this morning was over. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I was very happy. Actually, well, what's I, I going went on? to bed and I I looked at the uh, the thing last night before I went to bed and it was only at point oh eight and it all happened over the morning um, hours. So, um, hey, I, I spoke to you guys yesterday and um, just uh, wanted to uh, tell Doctor Parsons, Doctor Finch, that um, especially after he gave me a hard time about my uh, okra and pots, um, <laughs> it's all pop- mm-hmm. it, it, it's all germinated. So I don't know if that's uh, that's earlier, but it, um, I was happy to see it come up. What is it? 
okra in pots. You yeah. Remember oh, that? yeah. Oh, yeah. You Pull get, that okra out of there yeah. <laughs> and put a tomato in there or something. Um, you know. and actually, it's, um, um, I still have some of your uh, Oscars okra. Well, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good choice. We yeah. got some. Yeah. So don't make me pull that up. Anyway. Well, um, <laughs> well you did good. On, yeah. One more question on the pot. Just a quick follow-up yesterday. We ran out of time. Um, okay. <clears throat> do you think, I, I know um, you get more produce off of um, bush beans as opposed to um, vine beans, but in those pots, you think I should do vine beans on little trellises? Um, I don't. I think I if th- you got a place to run them, yeah. Now I think oh, yeah. you get if you got a good trellis, you get more yeah. yield on yeah. a you vine. get more yield on a vine, but it takes okay. a lot more space. Okay, okay, okay. No, that's fine. I that I I didn't know because I've heard you know both ways that you know mostly from the folks that I've heard is is that you get more. Um, Yield from a bush bean. I, I wasn't sure or not. So, well, quit but, uh, listening to those people. They're nuts. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, no, but, well, I'm not. I, I'm selective about the people I listen to. I'm not pulling them out. Yeah, over. thank you. <laughs> well, but in the old days, uh, when people grew uh, green beans, they had the elaborate trellises and oh, they, yeah. plenty of oh yeah, plenty of space, and and so they got maximum production. But when you look at a lot of people that don't get much yield out of them, they're trying to grow them on the ground, or they put a small tomato cage up, or something like that. And that it's real that's really not the uh, appropriate competition between the bush bean and the right. farmers. No, I mean, the farmers can't yeah. do that. Even though we did have a farmer that uh, grew pole beans, uh, one of the Belgium, and uh, he sent passed away. But uh, uh, the farmers uh, used to turn to bush beans because they, they could mechanically harvest. Yeah, it's much easier to manage. Oh yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah no, that I, might be uh, that might be the case with your your method too. Is I would guess that the bush beans would be much easier to manage. Oh but, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we also used to call them string beans. So. And I, I don't miss uh, pulling those strings off those beans. What now? Yeah, string beans. String beans? Yeah. That, I think they that's mostly an old name. all that out. That's an old name. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, most, most of the breeders have bred the string. <laughs> right. The little part that's a string out of the uh, snap bean. Mm-hmm. But now, if you've got to harvest them young, or uh, that string will develop. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you let them get too big, it, it still will. Yep. yep. Yeah. Still uh, bad. All right, guys. Well, you guys enjoy thanks. the afternoon. You know. Yeah. You take care. Go well, ahead. Thanks, and, thanks right. for the call, Kevin. Go ahead and mm-hmm. pull that okra up when it first come, first emerges. Okay, I'll <laughs> let you know about the, that, Jerry. Before it gets the first mm-hmm. true leaves. 
<laughs> you need to get that okra out of your pot. It's going to ruin your pot. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure Kevin is not going to do that. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. I can send you some pictures. Bye, guys. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Wait a minute. Wow. <laughs> I, believe, I can't even count that high. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Don't forget, we've got the passes. If you want to go to the Valero Texas Open today, come on by Millburgers first on your way over there, and uh, we'll uh, get you a pair of passes uh, to uh, the, uh, the Open. And, and you might, one motivation might be if you've got a favorite charity. Yeah. And, you know, Millburgers is involved. They're involved in a lot of uh, charitable giving. Uh, but you can uh, sign up there at the Valero if you're one of the pe- people that has a ticket and goes to attends, you just identify your favorite charity and they'll be take part in a drawing, which is uh, in years past it's been amazing. Charity get uh, yeah. surprise twenty thousand dollars <laughs> from Valero Golf co- uh, Golf Tournament, um, but that you know it's a it's a fun event. It's a well organized event. Yeah, tickets are free and the weather is going to be perfect and. Plus, you get to do something for your uh, favorite effort, Salvation mm-hmm. Army. And you've even got a parking spot, right? Parking pass? Yeah. Well, no. we The oh. parking passes went away. Oh, no. Well, they, they only had a few of the parking passes. Oh, okay. So I thought you had one for every ticket. No, no, no. So 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Um. Talking about weeds killing her grass. Yeah. Uh, did you notice how Calvin was doing? Uh, Calvin and I were doing the good horticultures and the bad horticultures. <laughs> like good cop, bad cop. You're right. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calvin was the good guy this time, did, and sure, I was the bad guy. I'm not sure Ann knew that. <laughs> although I think she felt it by the end of the call. <laughs> I think she was angry at the bad guy. <laughs> Uh, but I I mowed my weeds down uh, for the second time. Yeah, I had a mow, and uh, that guess which one is popping back up already? Bed straw? No, uh, it pretty well eliminated the bed yeah. straw. But uh, wild carrot? Yeah, that. You know, I call yeah, it wild that, carrot or uh, beggar's lice. I call it. Yeah, right. Now that yeah, that's the same in my yard. The be, uh, the um, bed straw is disintegrated, basically, other than the, the seeds are all there to jump on the, the yeah. dogs when they get close. And then <laughs> and then the rescue grass, mine, is, is declining yeah. pretty quickly. But there are some corners. It's got the big, looks like oak, oat, oat uh, tops on there. And But, yeah, you're right. The, that, I, that, I think, is the most prominent uh, weed out there right now is... Yeah, unless, unless you let your thistle grow, and they got a deep tap root. Now they they like a carrot. They, yeah. Well, I guess they're in the carrot family. I don't know. Well, there's two. There's two. I think there's two weeds that are winter weeds that are one that's a, that both look like carrots, but one, yeah. But one is not a provide those uh, nasty uh, seeds like yeah, bigger like yeah, but yeah. I always uh, somebody I was talking to about it, and they. Well, I don't know. I thought it was you, Jerry, that you to- said that it was relatively easy to pull. Yeah, those yeah. Up, pull those, those carrots. Up. 
Hey, we got. Oh, hang on a second. We Go got ahead. we got Bud on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Uh, wanted to give you a rain report. Yeah, what you got? Uh, nine and a half tenths. So almost an inch. Yeah, short, a little short of an inch. This is far oh. east Bear County. <clears throat> okay, good. All right. and, so uh, that, that better than we've been getting. No, so about about an inch. You've got an inch and a quarter. Medical center. Castle Hills area, inch and a third. Well, and, one of our other... E- e- and Ann had three inches. Wow. And that was over that way, that was, too. Yeah. yeah so hey, thanks, I, bud. I have, a, uh, I have a suggestion for the uh, gentleman that was talking about pole beans. Hmm, good. Yeah. Um, I did pole beans one time, and I was always concerned about it because my place is real windy, and the ground that you put the pole in... It's mostly sand, and, you know, sand can move around real easy, especially if it rains a bunch. Uh, What I did, I took three, if I remember correctly, it was six-foot poles, you know, the bamboo poles. I took three of those and stuck them in the ground at about an angle of, uh, oh, I'm going to say a little better than 45%, a little higher than 45%. And, of course, doing that with three, you get the juncture about halfway up the poles, maybe a little a little higher. Where you, made a, three poles, you, made a, you made a teepee out of them, right? Yeah, I was going to say, it looks similar to a teepee. Okay. And uh, down on the ground, well, you've got three of those poles sitting there. They form a triangle. I took okay. three beans, put them inside the triangle on each of these set of poles put three beans down in each one they came up real fine and they uh climbed up the poles real fine yeah i thought it was a very uh, economical and simple way to uh put you up some pole structures <laughs> yeah i didn't That's like good. those beans so i never did it again <laughs> I'd why, like why didn't you like them better oh i don't know i i, I just didn't like them uh-huh they can be uh even people that like green beans, you, you can be overwhelmed if you're oh, yeah. by a garden full of green beans. Mm-hmm. I've noticed you can tell when somebody gets their fill because they you could, they quit harvesting. <laughs> I, I generally do that too when I grow green beans. That's enough. That's enough. Anyway, the uh, uh, for the conditions that I have to put up with out here, uh, that seemed to be a, a very simple way to find a workable way with all this wind and that loose yeah. sand that I had to deal with. They didn't blow over or anything? No, they never did. Mm-mm. Oh, good. Because, see, they had, so you, if, the, if the wind came out of the northeast, well, there were two of those poles which would help prop up the one that's pointing close to the northeast or, you know, li- li- lying up against the northeast wind. Okay, well, thank Sounds you for good. that tip. Thanks, bud. You take care. Okay, you too. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right, let's see. We go to Liz on the line and see if we can't answer a question before we get to the news. Hey, Liz, what's going on? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Hi, guys. I wanted to tell, uh, first thing I wanted to say was to Calvin, uh, 
you were talking about pintas yesterday. Did you also know that they're the host, a, a host plant for swallowtails? Swallowtail butterflies. What kind of what kind of swallowtails? Do you know? I guess I, I don't know that the two or three that I had on mine. They're they're huge, about four inches long, and uh, one was bright green. The other one was dark brown. Two bright green. Well, anyway, they were uh, an assemblage of that, which I thought was so. The ca- I'm a little confused. Are they the butterflies or the caterpillars? The caterpillars. But I huh. looked in my, you know, my butterfly book, and it said that it was. Uh, I don't remember if it said eastern swallowtail or. Okay, anyway, yeah, just, I'll check. Yeah, I'll check that. Just, out. No, I didn't know. I know the butterflies love them as a like them as a nectar source. That's why you know well, they we, like we to have, eat them too. <laughs> yeah, I had three. Uh, I had three plants, and they ate them to the ground. Wow! Just yeah, there. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> realize that. Very, it was in very late fall, so I didn't mind. I got to enjoy them uh-huh. all summer. So the other thing is that I have uh, I've overcome with monarch butterfly caterpillars. They've oh, eaten don't you all hate of my that? milkweed. <laughs> They've eaten all of my milkweed that's uh, in the ground. So I went out because there's so many of them. There must be 75 or so. I bought seven more milkweed plants and transferred all the caterpillars on them. In one day, there's nothing but stems. So if anybody has extra milkweed or they want to adopt uh. some, <laughs> some monarch caterpillars. Uh, well, no. I'll, I'll probably have some on Tuesday. Okay, I was asking because I was out there looking for more. No, it's like they yeah. came in in droves yesterday for the same purpose. They had already eaten the ones they had, and they didn't want them to starve. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we are, I, I, I'm about we are to discussing on, the fact uh, that our ones we planted last year are finally starting, but they're just not going to be fast enough. But uh, those that everybody, like uh, she and I, planted uh, have monarchs laying eggs on them. That's cool, but Trace says... Tuesday then, huh? Uh, that would be Tuesday. my best guess. Okay. Call, call before okay, you come, I'll but probably there. sometime on Tuesday. <laughs> All, All right. right. Thanks, Liz. That's great. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Hi, Liz. Take care. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What yeah. else is coming in next week, Trace? Pepperwise. I, I don't have that answer because it was pouring down rain this morning. Oh. Uh, as soon as it stopped, we had customers. So, oh, yeah. um, but the selection of peppers good is pretty darn good now. Yeah. But uh, Real Grandy Gold that, is supposed to be ready next week. I thought I saw a couple out there. But, no, I have six flats coming if it's yeah. not already here. Oh, okay. But you came rushing up here. we got about 30 seconds for you. want to hang on until after the news? Or was there something like you were trying to stop? No. no. When you come rushing up here, generally it's like I someone's just, perhaps said something. No, I was just uh, loading a lady up, and uh, y'all were looking at me funny. So oh, okay. No. Right no, no, no. All right, well, let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up right here on 930 AM. This is The Answer. KL Breaking News Stimulating Talk. This is 9:30 a.m. The Answer. KLUP Terrell Hills, San Antonio. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Herring. President Trump rallied the Republican Jewish Coalition at its annual meeting in Las Vegas yesterday and he took a jab at a controversial Democratic lawmaker 
who has thrown her party into chaos. And a special thanks to Representative Omar of Minnesota. Oh. Oh. Oh, I forgot. She doesn't like Israel. I forgot. I'm so sorry. Jewish Americans generally vote Democrat, but President Trump says he wants to change that. The Trump administration and Congress are beginning a new clash over the president's tax returns. The chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee has asked the IRS to provide six years of Mr. Trump's personal tax returns and the returns for some of his businesses. Today, White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney told Fox News that Democrats will never see those returns. The Arkansas Senate has approved legislation prohibiting cities from refusing to cooperate with federal immigration authorities and threatening to cut off funding if they adopt sanctuary policies. The majority Republican Senate voted 24 to 5 for the bill, which would also prohibit cities from preventing local law enforcement from asking about someone's immigration or citizenship status. The measure now heads to the state house. The proposal would make a city ineligible for discretionary funds administered by the state if the attorney general determines it is a sanctuary city. No cities in Arkansas have adopted such sanctuary policies, but the bill's sponsor says the penalty is needed to ensure they'll comply with federal law. Keith Peters reporting. In the wake of the slaying of a University of South Carolina student who mistakenly got into a vehicle she thought was her Uber ride, Law enforcement agencies and ride-hailing companies are intensifying efforts to educate passengers about safety. More on these stories at townhall.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. 210 210-308-8867. 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867, or come on by Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and you can talk to us in person and be a part of the show. We would love to uh, have you come out and visit with us. And again, I've got some uh, tickets left over to the Valero Texas Open. If you want to, um, uh, if you need a pair, we can uh, help you with that while supplies last, while the show is going on. Uh, so come on by and say hello. Okay, what's Calvin got going on? So 210-308-8867. Hey, another thing to remember is that Millburgers, oops here, let me get that out of your way. We've got Millburgers, um, Fiesta medals are here at the nursery. In fact, here we've got Trace back. So we'll let Trace tell us a little bit about those. What, what? About the Fiesta medals. Oh, it's a, it's a great deal. Um, we still have, uh, the 17s, a few of those. So mm-hmm. if you try to backtrack. We've got a few 17s, a few 18s, and the 19 is beautiful. And it's got three little danglies on it, and uh, it's the best metal we've put out so far. Yeah, I like the 19. Yeah, it is pretty. So and it's that's a $7 donation. Yep, $7 donation to the, um, and that goes to the Salvation Army of San Antonio. It does. We don't keep, we don't keep any of that. Yep. Uh, so it's a nice, uh, uh, one of the ways that Millburgers is a corporate citizen here. And so, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, so if you're a Fiesta medal and you want one that's going to attract attention, this year's the 2019 great. will attract attention. Go to MillburgerNursery.com, and you can see the pictures at MillburgerNursery.com. 
Uh, what else is going on? Let's see. We've mentioned the Top Tomato Contest coming up on June 8th. Uh, what else have we mentioned? Thank uh, you. So we got a fiesta. The party on the 20th? Yeah. yeah, we got our little fiesta celebration here at Mill Burgers. And there's probably going to be a hat thing. So you probably yeah. have to go on Facebook and there'll be something on that. We you advertise uh, it. You uh, wear your fiesta hat here and uh, the, you will get a, uh, a fiesta medal uh, donated to the the. You'll get one, and the seven dollars will be donated to the Salvation Army. Yeah, but you'll get yours at no cost. That's true. Yeah, so lots of fun stuff. Uh, last year, Charles had a Fiesta hat contest on Facebook. He hasn't, mm-hmm. he hasn't oh, said, maybe he, he hasn't said it yet, but uh, he might might just do that. I too. bet he will. I don't know. He's kind of like that. We're into that. Yeah, lots of fun <laughs> stuff happening here at the nursery and. Uh, at Fiesta, we've from running the commercials about it to tell you, and so uh, go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that. Let's see what's happening. We're talking about events. There's always something happening here at the nursery. Well, uh, David would be the next uh, adult seminar we've got going. Yeah. That's Grass 101, and I believe that's on the 20th. That's on... Uh, the same day as the Fiesta. Yeah, exactly. 20th of April. Yep. Yeah. Now, on one of the other events that we talked about... Uh, for the last couple of weeks, the design school. So if somebody wants to give us a call and report on how how that went, uh, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yesterday. It was yeah. yesterday. So uh, let us know how that went. Now, where, where was that, Jerry? Oh, it was out at Pearl. Mm-hmm. At Pearl. And uh, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas did that. So we've gotten almost all of our roses in now. There's still, yeah, a, you got there's still a handful roses. coming in, uh, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday. But uh, it's a great selection of roses. So if you want uh, old-fashioned type, we've got them. If you want knockouts and Belinda's Dream and Grandma's Yellow, we got them. I appreciate well, you having all those Grandma's Yellow. As well as all those uh, fancy ones, too. Yeah. Can you, you, can you put them on sale today? I can, just just for uh, today and tomorrow, though. Okay. So uh, 20%? 20%, 20% off. off. Yeah. Well, that's cool because I just bought all my... Martha Gonzalez a few weeks ago. No. <laughs> we plan we plan around you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Calvin should buy the cyclamen on this date, uh, so just wait a minute and then we'll run the sale. I was I was, I was amazed though. I you know, I planted I got those and uh, my project I was gonna plant a new new bed and I just wanted it covered with a small rose. Martha Gonzalez is one of my favorite and uh, I had to sit and have them sit and wait a while, and I finally got them tra- transplanted. Every one of the eighteen I bought, just they're all uniform. They're growing, yeah, that's they're a growing. tough rose yeah. too. It's, ama- it's amazing, uh, but I, I I've realized that uh, my spacing is going to last for about uh, yeah half a growing season. They get big. Well, they get yeah. They get their they get to their specified. Three foot tall and maybe four foot around pretty quickly. No, yeah. but they're not that. That is one of those uh, well, many roses over there that really has an excellent uh, landscape uh, feature rose. The blooms are not don't match some of those hybrid tree bloom hybrid tree blooms that you have out there. No, but you sure got a lot less maintenance in them. Yeah, yeah, they're easy to take care of for sure. I noticed, uh, and I mentioned earlier that. Uh, uh, it looks like you've got a bunch of good yellows out there this oh, yeah, year. There's a, there's a there's a great selection. Charles did a wonderful job picking out new varieties. Yeah, and, and there's a great great color scheme out there, along with Grandma's yellow. Yeah, yeah. We saw some folks leaving 
yesterday um, a lot of the roses came wheeling by us and there were some pretty kind of peach colored roses there, there's and a whole cart of drift roses right there where at, right there behind the citrus tree the guys coming up to it oh right okay but huh. some some really interesting colors kind of a a dreamsicle orange i saw something like that and so yeah lots of cool stuff we don't like orange some of us like orange, just, <laughs> orange. just right. Yeah, some of us are very comfortable with orange. And all those roses, if you if you got one of those hybrid tea roses, and you planted Grandma's yellow next to it, which one would live longer? Would live longer? Mm-hmm. Oh. It depends on who's taking care of it. Is it at Milton's house? Or no, it, yeah. it's yeah. at Milton's house. Oh, dear. Then uh, Grandma's yellow. Yeah, okay. yeah, there you go. Because it's on its own root system. Yep. So when Milton prunes it back or runs over with the car or lawnmower, <laughs> it's going to come back Grandma's yellow. Well, but that mostly Milton's care regime is a little more passive than that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Water or it's, not water or fertilizer or not fertilizer. It's pretty forgiving, which is nice. <laughs> Well, he, he's changed a lot since he got married. Yeah, Laura has been yeah been a big help. Oh, big help to my gardening. <laughs> Are we giving Laura the credit? I was thinking that yeah, you can give him being with us for twenty years no, on the show. Either. You can give Laura all the credit, that, and that grandma's <laughs> yellow is a perfect example. I was I was dead set that there was nothing wrong with the soil. I don't know, I don't know why it won't grow, hun. And then we, she said, well, just can we just put it in a container? Just just let's just do that and see what happens. That thing was like for three years, got about maybe a foot tall and three little nasty spiny things. One bloom that was maybe an inch big, and we put it in the container, put it in the same exact place that it was, and put osmocote in there. We did fertilize it. There you go. But I fertilized the other one too. Yeah, with the the. The grass grew really tall around it, no. and the, but, but now it's got like six uh, buds on it, and Milton two sent in pictures. So, oh, did you see it? Uh, I didn't show it. Oh, I think I've seen. I've seen you uh, yeah, a picture before. Okay. No. All right. You don't, uh, does that mean you don't want to see a picture? I don't need to see. It's, it. like, uh, my, it's like my grandkids. Now he's got. Yeah, he's got thirty. Grandma's yellow blooming over here. Milton's going to make him look at a picture of it. <laughs> look at that. That's beautiful. Hey, thank you. Uh, You're just saying that. There. And those are those are pretty, too. Those are from last year. They just came up on their own. But I mentioned, I mentioned to them earlier that uh, our our uh, sources of Grandma's yellow is drying up. It is. Uh, uh, since the largest producer of them uh, went out of business. So uh, if you want the famous Grandma's Yellow, or sometimes called Nacogdoches. Uh, and 20% you, off. And yeah. tw- oh, are they 20% off, too? Yeah, yeah. so regularly 19? No, they're, no. They're a little more? They're 29. Okay. Yeah. The 20% starts at the $19 yes. dollar roses. Okay. But anyway, you need to get still, one. Yeah. So as uh, somebody was mentioning earlier, we have great selection still on tomatoes mm-hmm. in all kinds of sizes. So probably after this week, we won't we won't restock six packs. Uh, we'll we'll start going more towards the uh, one. Yeah, day. They, it's, it's good if everybody gets them in. Yeah, now uh, it's already first week in April. We generally recommend you get them in and by the middle of April, but or at least by May first. 
Great selection on peppers out there, although the really, really hot ones, uh, I think habanero is the hottest I've got at the moment. Okay. So the, but you'll be getting some Oh, in? yeah, I'll be getting more in. And, uh, yeah, you like those hot peppers. There's, uh, there's, there's still pretty good uh, cucumbers and squash. I think there's a few melons out there still, so it's great selection on that. And the herb selection is still good. And so. the real, real grande gold mm-hmm. pepper is either in or coming in next I, week. I got six flats, and I... I, I told them next week, but they could. We had a vegetable delivery Friday, so they could have showed up. Okay, good. No seeds, huh? Hmm? No seeds on the Rio Grande Gold. No seeds? No, no, no. We're not. We don't have the seed packets anymore. Oh, oh no, no. Because no. we barely. Yeah, okay. No. Okay, I'm trying to figure we out. We barely had the seed for I the know. plants. No, no, I know. Uh, my my relatives in Alabama want to try the Rio Grande Gold, and I don't know how to get them one. Uh, okay, I got some seed. Okay, you. Just, I'll bring you some seed. I just need a few. She's really good. Okay, good, right, cool. Send them a pepper and let them dry it themselves. Oh, that's true. They could do that too. All right. Well, anyway. Well, that uh, means he'd have to <laughs> harvest a pepper. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of harvesting, you got a ripe strawberry out there, and you're. Uh, I'm surprised nobody's picked it yet. Uh, Is it already I'd, been picked? No, <laughs> I don't think so. But uh, it might be before the end of the day. Okay. Oh, should I not, should I not well, I saw, have said anything? I saw a young man this morning, probably four or five years old, starting to pick some of the citrus. Oh, no. Off of, yeah. <laughs> it, it was happening. It's a good thing Calvin didn't yeah. see him. Uh, <laughs> my, my heart just went. I know. Uh, uh, yeah. Does it sell better if there's citrus on it? Oh, yes. Yeah. No. What, what percentage would you say? One time better, two times better? A uh, hundred times better. A hundred times no. better if it's got the citrus on it? Yeah. That's funny. It could be, be the only one they get that year, but that's the that's the plant that they want. Yeah. Nur- nurserymen apparently have to become very patient people, because uh, even at Halloween, uh, you've got all those nice pumpkins which which children love to pick up and then put down very fast yes. <laughs> <laughs> on the ground. Uh, but or, yeah, or they use the the stalk as a handle. That gets me too. They use the what? The the on the oh the trunk. Yeah. yeah. Is that a calic too, on a pumpkin? It is on a tomato. In the uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Anything else coming in exciting? You got beautiful bougainvillea, as we were talking about them yesterday, and uh, yeah, they're gorgeous. Uh, we're going to start building up our crepe myrtle selection. Oh, good. So I wasn't going to say anything, but now oh, okay. yeah. kind of forced my. Uh, <laughs> oh. He's got he had an ant running across your face. That's a. I'm going to bite the hell out of you there. So uh, that's one of big start, red ants. We're going to start stocking up crepe myrtles. So. Uh, you know they're they're leafing out all around town, and it's, it's a great ideal time to plant one. And so we're going to try to beef up our uh, color go. color selection. Thank you. Did you get on YouTube? I think so. No. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I got him. Here's him. Okay. Well, in the midst of the the mist flower, Greg's mist flower is blooming here at the nursery too. If you want to get something in the. No, we had a customer this morning call for ageratum, which has that exact same bloom and they were going to plant four flats of that really yeah well yeah i mean it's a good butterfly plant but it's not as uh well it's pretty tough i guess uh i was i was thinking the the greg's mist flower covers a lot more territory maybe and probably a little more attractive the butterflies but mm. uh it's in the i mean the, the butterfly books mention the adjuratum too why did they because it was more disciplined or i think it's because it's short yeah Easier, easier to be 
It's one of those plants that makes a good butterfly plant, but also is, is a better addition to the landscape. Yeah. Looks better, and you know what it's going to do. It's. I wonder if it spreads as fast as Miss Flower. I don't think so. It's just stay stationary. Do what? It's stationary. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's hard to believe anything can spread as fast as Miss Flower. Although it was, it's been affected by the those two freezes we had, too, which mm-hmm. is a little slow today. And Milton mentioned the toma- top tomato contest yeah, in that's coming. June. June yeah. 8th. So how could somebody that hadn't planted their garden have tomatoes ready for the top tomato contest, Milton? Any suggestions? Getting a bigger tomato? There you go. Like and the gallon? gallons. Yeah. we got a bunch of gallons. Lots of uh, all the, almost all to, of the recommended varieties. Yeah, they're getting ready to bloom, too. There, there's still a handful of those grafted ones left. We, we sold a lot of them. Oh, we we didn't. We talked about that. You wouldn't come up yesterday, so. Uh, yeah. It was we, kind of busy. It, we, it was just a little busy. Uh, so the, they sold, sold pretty good? Yeah, yeah we, we moved through them, and the, the price didn't, didn't uh, send back any. Oh, is that right? Did they have some special, I mean, was it just a, an experiment, or did they? Well, people have been talking about grafted tomatoes for I don't know how long. This is oh, the first yeah. batch that I've, I've actually found where we could retail them. And uh, it, uh, it went over like gangbusters. We sold a bunch of them. Huh. I mean, what variety? Are they weird variety? Well, some of them were weird. Some were celebrity. Oh, and then, good. Uh, we good. had some Cherokee purple and yeah. some brandy wines and some some, yeah. some heirloom types as well. They're supposed to. That that's what what they were originally put on the market for uh, is the the heirlooms. It's supposed to make the heirlooms uh, produce more. Hmm. That's strange because you know when you do it a fruit tree you. Yeah, you're ta- you're dealing with uh, soil characteristics, yeah. Yeah. rather than the top. But we'll see. The people at bottom will, yeah, will t- determine whether or not they, uh, especially the heirlooms, whether or not they, you know, produced better. That'd be fun. Yeah, I, I, I hope I hope they planted uh, an ungrafted heirloom. The uh, Saint Cherokee purple, uh, along with their grafted, uh, yeah. to see if it graft made a difference. Now Cherokee purple is a pretty productive one. Oh yeah, yeah. Ungrafted too. Well, so yeah, that may well, be a tough. So one. far, those were the only Cherokee purples I've found. I haven't found any really in, yeah. in small pots. Huh. Cool. Well, that yeah. may be part of the reason they bought them. Yeah, could be because they like. Be. Yeah, a lot of people like that Cherokee purple. So it's, uh, if you can get over the color, you the fruit is nice. It's a nice tasting fruit. Good flavor, yeah. But they never say, any, you, when you buy them, they never say anything about the rootstock, right? No. Or the, the root? No, I keep, I, I fax my order in, so uh, I don't talk to the guy as much as I could. I had to ask him about them in the first first go-round. but Okay. I just wondered. Yeah. Right, it'd be great if they were nematode resistant. Yeah, that would be a yeah, that'd be a real plus for a rootstock. Yeah. So, for more information on that top tomato contest, by the way, go to millburgernursery dot com. It's June eighth coming up, so be here before we know it. So, get those tomatoes in shape. And if anything you, else, Trace? Uh, you, no. Cool. Okay. Well, let's mention too that if you want to get some hints 
uh, to increase your ability to win the contest, mm-hmm. go to uh, plantanswers.com. There's just some little uh, techniques that mm-hmm. are really to be easy to follow that uh, really make it uh, do, make it so that you have a better chance to win. Yeah, and I'll put them on the front page when it gets closer to the time. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Thanking everybody that came out to Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive last weekend. It was the biggest one ever. Our most successful drive had 95 units of blood donated, and that's 285 lives touched. So on behalf of Millburgers, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and your South Texas neighbors, thank you for coming out and donating blood. Want to know when the next blood drive is? Be sure that you're keeping in touch at millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. Where you'll find out about the big fiesta celebration at Millburgers, April 20th. At Saturday, April 20th, there's all kinds of fun with free fajita tacos and drinks sponsored by Nature's Creation, Virgin Margaritas, a mariachi band from 11 to 3, and all kinds of fun. Now, don't forget, too, the 2019 Fiesta Medals are available for a $7 donation to the Salvation Army while supplies last. All this information and more when you go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. The largest real estate education event in the country is coming. Mark your calendars. Saturday, April 27th. Join thousands of investors and expert educators. This is not a pitch fest. No slick salespeople or presentations. All sessions are educational and taught by successful investors and industry experts. Pick from topics like single-family rentals, buying apartment communities, becoming a passive investor, raising capital, retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, 1031 exchanges, finding, fixing, and funding your investments, and more. Go to WealthAndPassiveIncomeExpo.com. Use promo code EXPO19 and get in for just $10. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The Reverend in name only Al Sharpton chaired a meeting of black leaders and others earlier this week in New York. Attending were several presidential candidates, lower tier I'd call them. Each tried to outpromise the other on what they do to help black people. One proposed $1,000 a month for life for everyone. Each tried to out-liberal the other. None suggested that school choice might be the best opportunity for African-American children trapped in failing government schools. The teachers' unions wouldn't stand for that. No one talked about building up black families or gave credit to President Trump for prison reform. The usual script was followed. Voter suppression, which is a fiction, attack President Trump. You get the picture. One question. We had eight years of Bill Clinton and eight years of Barack Obama. Why didn't they improve the lives of black people? Democrats need an underclass dependent on them to get their votes, and votes, not improved conditions, is what it's all about. If more African Americans became independent of government, they might be less dependent on Democrats. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. If you're age 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Big State Financial today at 210 210- 
800-270-3736000. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can save you thousands in 401k fees and dramatically reduce your risk of a market correction. You've worked and saved, and now is the time to protect your retirement savings. Call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. The five years just before and after you retire are critical. Do not put yourself at risk. Robin and her team can show you how to secure your nest egg and ensure income streams for life. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000 for your free retirement readiness review. That number again is 210-373-6000 or go online to bigstatefinancial.com. That's bigstatefinancial.com. Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. That's the number to call to be a part of the show. Lots of stuff going on over here, and even though the winds picked up a little bit, the number of gardeners out here is not diminished. They're out here doing some shopping and. Uh, Doing some uh, fun running around with tomatoes. I'm checking out people's carts. I see Vinkas, I think. Um, let's see what else. I'm trying to see what else I can you see. You say Vinkas? I think so. Yeah, they they look like Vinkas, maybe. The purple well, and they white. got some. Yeah, that, I see it in somebody's cart. And uh, the begonias you mentioned, they're on sale. Yeah, Neil Sperry said uh, wait to, to plant caladiums and Vinca till uh, later. Either mid-May or first of June. That's the uh, old recommendation. Yeah, the old recommendation. Now that you got Coras, and what, and what was the other variety, Jerry? That uh, the, there's at least those two varieties. Yeah, that the one that's vegetative to propagate. Yeah, they're resistant to uh, Aerophytophora. Aerophytophora. And you generally have good luck planting them. Yeah. Right, right even now. But people are so desperate for vinca, uh, you can go ahead and choose those varieties and go ahead and plant them uh-huh. now. And then the pentas, they do have some pentas here. Yeah. We had uh, one listener that uh, uh, thought uh, that it said that her pentas, uh, one of the swallowtail butterflies, was laying eggs, the caterpillars on it. I've never seen that before, but uh, we'll have to check it out if anybody out there... And the audience is familiar with pentas being a site for butterfly eggs, swallowtail eggs. Uh, give us a call. Let us know. Um, I want to advise everybody to put on their calendar a week from this coming Monday, April 15th. Uh, we're having a special speaker at the uh, GVST meeting at, on Monday. From 12 to 3, Dr. Larry Stein. Uh, this this write-up says he's one of San Antonio's most prominent educators. Oh, my goodness. Did you know that? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I think we've declared him that, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to helping gardeners and producers stay at the fro- forefront of modern agriculture practices and ahead of Constant challenges by teaching new techniques. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a sentence, isn't it? 
<laughs> but anyway, he'll be, he'll be, uh, I think he, well, they were talking about, I, I think he's the first speaker. He's a good speaker for sure. Yeah, he's a good Very speaker. knowledgeable. And uh, he's also going to, I think he's going to cover some grafting techniques. Oh. Uh, course will involve explaining the purpose of grafting while doing a live demonstration of how to do an inlay, foregraft, and T-budding graft with on with on on hand examples and accompanied by a PowerPoint presentation. Mm-hmm. Where is it going to be at the Garden Center? Yeah, at the Garden Center, a free charge, five dollar donation is appreciated, especially by Doctor Stein. <laughs> uh, then the second speaker is uh, Gary Poo. Oh, wow. Conservation and Adults Program Specialist at San Antonio Botanical Garden. Hmm. And uh, a Master Naturalist. Using real-world examples of botanical gardens, use of water conservation, Gary will teach you how to be water savvy and still have an amazing garden. Milton, I'm 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 more than water savvy, uh, but uh, that's not this. That's not tomorrow. No, that's uh, a week from tomorrow. Tomorrow, well, I guess, a, because the first was on a Monday. It's the third Monday. So, yeah. Okay. Wow. Fifteenth. Yeah, the fifteenth. Tax day. So we'll, we'll mention it again next week. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a good program. Yeah. And so. uh, believe it or not. And where do they find more information on that? Gardening Volunteers at South Texas. <laughs> Gardeningvolunteers.org. Oh, I thought they'd listen to the program next week. No, they could go. They could do that, too. <laughs> but uh, it, guess, yeah. guess what Neil Sparrow got a question on this week? I don't, I, I, some of the, uh, one of the questions he had looks a lot like the one that I wrote an article on there. Oh, all right. Weeds. Oh, yeah. He got one on the weeds. He said, uh, "I didn't. I didn't have as many weeds last year. I have one large live oak in the backyard, and I think you've advised against using weed in feed, right? Yeah. Products. And this year, I have all kinds of weeds. I I remember what I noted. It was that was the first time that I've ever heard Neil mention rescue grass and uh, <laughs> bed straw." Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's using he's. I uh, can, go using those names instead of the ones that he used to do. And the person so Neil says sustainable winter landscape. Yeah, no. <laughs> winter lawn. The part uh, the guy that wrote in said I can hardly see any grass. Oh man. Uh, what can I do to stop the weeds? Have we had that question, Milton? Never. <laughs> in the past 15 minutes. <laughs> but his answer was consistent with ours, wasn't it? Yeah, it was perfect. They sent him photographs of the weeds. Oh, then he identified And he said that, that means all of, them, all of them could have been, they're all, um, they're all cool season annual winter. Weeds. Yeah. That means that all of them could have been prevented by application of pre-emergent granules. 
in the last week of August, first week of September, mm-hmm. we're all on the same page. The seed would never germinate, and you never have seen any weeds. I hope that lady's listening, but nobody's going to. Hey, make a note on your calendar for yeah. next year. Uh, and there would have been no danger to the tree. Uh, they they talk about he talks about uh, applying dimension or halts or bayland granules to prevent grassy weeds and gallery granules for broadleaf weeds. You mean I got to apply two? Hmm. Are there, is it two? Two herb two herbicides? No, you working? really you really don't because dimension. Worked and amazes and Bayland worked fa- fairly well with broadleaf too. Oh, okay. In fact, yeah. In fact, the they target. Uh, let's see, Amaze I think targets broadleaves, but does very good uh, good job with uh, oh, uh, st- sandburrs and yeah. uh, annual bluegrass and all those. Yeah. As for existing weeds, those are grasses such as rescue grass. And annual bluegrass. I don't think we have annual bluegrass. Well, we got some, but it's not, some? not a severe, it's not as big a weed problem as it is other areas. We'll need to play out in the next four to five weeks. They are almost all, they are almost at the end of their life cycle for this time around. So uh, that's why I was telling Milton, you know, I could we could tell people to spray them with water. Go out and spray your weeds heavily with water and watch uh, them die. Still be right. Yeah. <laughs> sort we of. Could, yeah, we could switch to an the organic control. The, yeah. Yeah. Super, I, super I ever, organic. <laughs> Not just organic. Super yeah, however, there's no product you can use to kill grassy weeds within existing turf grass. Except <laughs> that won't harm the turf unless. It's Bermuda grass. And with Bermuda grass, you can use a product. Uh, Trace told me about this. Uh, weed out with crabgrass control for Bermuda only. Huh. And it'll take everything out of Bermuda but but the grass. And I like that. Uh, and that's the point we make quite often. I like that point that Neil made consistent with ours that... You can go, you know, go ahead and apply a herbicide if you want, but it's not, it's not going to kill the weeds any faster than nature is because of the, the winter, is being over. I'm trying to sell product here, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're you trying. See the, you see the problem I'm having? Mm-hmm. You can, however, <laughs> apply a broadleaf weed killer containing 2,4-D. To eliminate non-grassy weeds such as clover, wild carrots, dandelions, and chickweed. And so I asked Trace, what do we have that has uh, 2,4-D in it? And he named uh, Ortho Weed Be Gone and Weed Free Zone, the ones we've been recommending. Yeah. I think on the, t- well, I think <laughs> the chickweed is uh, is at the end of its yeah life cycle. Henbit is is long gone. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think I think the best general rec- recommendation is to 
Let it. Let the hot weather do it. Can you slap him from where you are, Miss? I can't quite reach. You know what is what is what is growing? Yes, is thistle. Uh, if, uh, oh yeah, that thistle. Yeah, and I think uh, it's funny. I guess that cold, uh, the freezes that we had must have set that way back because it's just starting and trying to make up for the the growth. Yeah. Uh, now that it's been kind of low. Well. Previously, yeah, and that like that, a rosette. That, like if you used one of the the uh, broadleaf contact uh, herbicides, kind of a spot check on that. That would mm-hmm. be a good way to yeah eliminate those. But anyway, uh, those are the products that you can use. Some people just want to spray, Calvin. <laughs> makes them feel better. We we had a talk with. The, uh, I remember one guy walked up and his his wood gra- his wife was further out. She didn't want to be on the mic, and uh, we told him just mow the grass. She was not happy. No, she didn't happy. I said, but if you want to spray, and she goes, <laughs> she wanted revenge on those weeds. She wanted to send down the wrath of. <laughs> but I. <laughs> I don't think it's going to harm your grass, regardless of what I told that lady earlier. Oh, okay. That it was going to kill the grass. Yeah. She yeah. called in upset about the weeds going to Calvin, kill the grass. Calvin tried to console her. <laughs> Calvin brought in some uh, large... Uh, Japanese plum. Japanese uh, loquat. plum. Loquats. And they're... Much larger than the regular or the most common uh, loquat. And they really look good, but, boy, they're sour. Yeah, they have huge leaves, and uh, that's, a, that's a cutting. Uh, those plants are cuttings from uh, a uh, loquat that Mr. Moy, Mr. Uh, Moy that used to work at the botanical garden, that used to food with the papayas all the time, he brought a seed from China to get the original tree, and uh, I don't. I don't think these seeds, despite the fact that these fruits are two to three times as large. Yeah, I don't think the seed is any larger. No, I, I don't, you get a lot of meat off. Yeah, them, you right? do, and I can't. You know, they're they're going to be great. Uh, you know, I, I'm think counting on them. In a couple of weeks to be a be sweeter, sweeter. Yeah. Have you got a lot of fruit? Um, not so so. Yeah, not not uh, not over not as much as uh, the older trees. Oh uh, yeah, with the small ones. How yeah. how old is your how tall is your tree? Um, fourteen feet. Mister Moore's tree is fourteen feet tall. Yeah, I've got three of them. Wow. One and although one has most of the fruit. One doesn't have any fruit, and then one's got a few fruit on there. But, uh, yeah, that one that's in the most sheltered location put on a lot of growth. Okay, good. Uh, I was I was very interested in those, and uh, that's why we started propagating them. But they're not the easiest thing in the world to propagate, to root, get them to root. Is that one any better? It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, they, uh, they take a long time to root. And... Uh, so we had we had those for sale. After, I think I think we also grew some. Uh, I know we did grew some from from seed. 
uh, they they come true from seed, I think, uh, which is kind of unusual for most fruit fruiting plants. But yeah. okay, go ahead. No, no, we're gonna take a break. You ready? Okay, give me a break. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. Give us a call. Be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Verde Road. Thanking everybody that came out to Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive last weekend. It was the biggest one ever. Our most successful drive had 95 units of blood donated, and that's 285 lives touched. So on behalf of Millburgers, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and your South Texas neighbors, thank you for coming out and donating blood. Want to know when the next blood drive is? Be sure that you're keeping in touch at MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. Where you'll find out about the big fiesta celebration at Millburgers, April 20th. At Saturday, April 20th, there's all kinds of fun with free fajita tacos and drinks sponsored by Nature's Creation, Virgin Margaritas, a mariachi band from 11 to 3, and all kinds of fun. Now, don't forget, too, the 2019 Fiesta Medals are available for a $7 donation to the Salvation Army while supplies last. All this information and more when you go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700. PAXFinancialGroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world? Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Make 2019 the year you go to the Holy Land. Get complete details and sign up for Stand with Israel 2019 at 930amtheanswer.com. That's 930amtheanswer.com. If you're looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio, then come down and see us today at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. We are proudly veteran-owned and operated and care deeply about professionalism and your privacy. I'm Tony Arterburn, and as owners of Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange, my wife Melissa and I buy all of our gold and silver coins and bullion direct from the trading floor to give you the most up-to-date pricing. And when it's time to sell your gold and silver items, we pay you top dollar. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange also accepts and deals in Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text us today for more info or to set an appointment. 
888-667-1836. That's 888-667-1836. Or go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager Learning the Lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time, as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Calvin, you, you help her, and we're going to talk to James on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, James, what's going on? Hey, I need some advice here on my asparagus bed. Me and my bride of uh, about a handful of three decades, actually. Just got home from a nice German homestead B&B outside of New Braunfels. And I cut all my asparagus down Thursday evening before I left, and I, we just got home within the hour. And I've got, I was counting while I was on a commercial break, I got about three dozen stock beers, if you will, that are about two and a half feet high. Some are branched out, but they're starting to fern out, but they're not complete. My question is, do I cut them down or should I let them go? How old is the asparagus bed? The bed's about, man, my memory's awful. I never write things down. It's about five years old. Oh, so it's well established. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, this has been its most productive spring thus far, and it, uh, it's been producing, because I live south of San Antonio, it's been producing about a month now. Uh, it's really coming into production right now. And they're about the tallest ones. About I'm looking at them, about two, maybe two and a half feet tall. They're starting to fern out. But should I cut yeah. them or let them go? I w- if you're still harvesting asparagus, I like uh, to. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd cut them all down. Okay, down I will to do the that. ground. Do that in ten minutes. Okay, That's go get them. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Thank you for calling. That, that was easy, James. All right. 210-308-8867 is the number. 210-308-8867. Jorge is on the line. Hey there, Jorge. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, we lost you. So give us a call right back, okay? 210-308-8867. So what else you got going on over there? What was Calvin? We're trying to flip. I, I want Cal- to find out Calvin's answer. Lady walks up and wants a patio plant that can stand the winter that has colorful. So and in the shade, is yeah, it, the deep shade is the killer. Yeah, no. Now we talked. I, talk, mean, talk I to, mentioned crozen, but that's like a tropical yeah. in freeze. I mentioned the uh, begonias, simpliflorum, but the also the uh, for something different. She might try the Whopper begonia. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's really showy during the summertime, and then the, 
Uh, land, my landscape it, uh, died back in the winter, but it's coming back. Yeah, I, uh, I was thinking of uh, perennials um, or annuals. Blue pumbago, you know. I yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, maybe I should have mentioned shrimp plant too. Yeah, that'll come back. Did I, you have a question? I do. Can we ask it on the air? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, here you go. That's okay. That's okay. We can help you. Come on. Grab the mic. You'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to help you. It's kind of tough to get through. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're kind of... Okay, you're on. Hey, there now. There we go. We got you. All right. There you go. Thank you. So you're on the air. How can we help you? Well, uh, we wanted to get some tomatoes. We want those ones that grow to full size in, you know, three, four days that uh, never get the uh, tomato rot and... uh, (laughs) <laughs> uh, which ones do you uh, which ones I don't we... smell I don't smell whiskey on your breath uh, <laughs> uh, which ones to get um, uh, the, to, you know the, the, the smaller ones that don't so we're not uh, get, trying to get the big ones that don't tolerate the heat okay now I don't I, I think the ones we recommend Hang are, on to a we generally generally uh, we recommend that tomatoes that Stop foliage growing pretty quickly, and then they concentrate on on uh, setting fruit. We don't worry as much about them making it through the summer because we we recommend you replant in the fall. But uh, BHN nine sixty eight is a cherry tomato. Do you want a cherry or a little bigger? Uh, cherries aromas. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, BHN nine sixty eight. Really, that's the one that wins. When people taste it, there that's the one. Plus, it's the one that tolerates conditions. It was a rodeo tomato. It's one of our favorites. It's, then, if you want a big one, it's Tycoon. It's BHN nine sixty eight. Nine sixty eight. Like, some people call it cherry surprise. Yeah, dwarf yeah, cherry dwarf surprise. Cherry. It's in there under that too. Is dwarf cherry surprise okay. in the? I don't know where, but somewhere in there. All right. Thank um, you all very much. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Good luck. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Uh, uh, Neil's got a question about a, a seedling redbud. Uh, said, we have, we have a small redbud growing among our oak trees on property near Kerrville. And I thought that was considered a well. I get, I get. It can be an understory tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think he goes on to say that that in yeah. fact can be. Yeah. Uh, and they, they ask, should they transplant? It? Uh, uh, Neil answers, uh, red buds actually do very well in shady location, and they're perfectly happy to grow. Mixed in with other trees, you don't even notice them until the spring. When yeah, they're... now one one problem with this is, and this guy is in Kerrville. He might have the Mexican red bud, which would 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 do well, but if he if he, if they'll see you coming off of an eastern red bud, the one without the shiny leaves on them, those seedlings are gonna. 
Not last. Not not last, and be uh, uh, especially if they're in full sun, that foliage is going to burn right off of them. Yeah, but I bet I'll bet they aren't. I bet it isn't an eastern. But uh, I like Neil's answer too. He talked about in his land, he's got like fifteen red buds that are are mixed in there. Mixing of pecan trees. Yeah. So, yeah, that they they do fine. Uh, that, that's one of the things that makes them real desirable is that they grow in that uh, shade and on the edge, and uh, you don't even notice them until they're blooming in the spring. Yeah, and now, uh, of course, the Mexican redbud have bloomed out in the full sun all over the hill country. And then uh, up toward Lakey and uh, Camp Wood and up in that area, they bloom about when the mountain lark bloom. And I think Neil recommend that guy not transplant it, but he um, just get a new, a new one there so he, you know, they're, yeah. they're easy to find. Now, what I don't know is does Oklahoma or uh, Texas Redbud seed out? Does it produce the seedlings? Uh, whatever one I have does. Does it have yeah. seedlings? Yeah, and I'm trying to think. I I think. It's I real know. pretty, the uh, Texas or Oklahoma. Yeah. They use both names. Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, it's a grass. I think tree. I had the. Ta- oh, is it a grass? Because I had mine uh, die back. And then we cut it back, and it came back, and now it now it is, it's got a new uh, trunk, as big as it was before. Yeah. Okay. Is it? Is it? It's, uh, does it have those? Has it bloomed? Oh yeah, blooms there. Yeah, real reliable bloomer. The question is, I don't, I can't remember if it was the Mexican or the uh, Oklahoma, Texas or Oklahoma. Texas. Probably the Mexican. Okay. It's got shiny leaves. Yeah, shiny leaves. Key. Sylvia is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Sylvia, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Oh, doing okay. Well, kind of so-so. That weather, I guess we had an inch of rain, but uh, the power and the knockout, the uh, the, uh, the, 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 the catkins, yeah. Yeah, and it's been since around 8 o'clock this morning. I've been calling and calling, and they said, no, there's an outage, there's an outage, so... No TV until who knows when. Because according to them, they say it might be all day. It's already been since, like I said, early this morning. So. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask about the, the the blue bonnet. I heard something on TV that you can pick blue bonnets. I mean, isn't it against against the law? Oh, well, the, 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 the old deal is you can you can pick blue bonnets on your own property. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But uh, you're not supposed to pick them off of the roadside. Oh, the roadside. Beca- oh, because uh, that would be uh, damaging the beauty of the of the road. And uh, oh, so, okay. But hey, you can you still go out there and sit on them. <laughs> Do what? If you see it in somebody's yard, because I heard this on Channel Five, if you see it in somebody's yard, you can. 
go, but really y'all can knock on the door and say, hey, can I have one or two of your flowers? Just don't. Yeah. Do yeah. Now, don't do it at Milton's house because Milton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody picked my poppies. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I heard that earlier about the poppy said that he, he <laughs> went running, r- running out there, you know, and, and almost fell down trying to see. <laughs> 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 no, no. <laughs> I've gotten over it, though, Sylvia. I'm okay now. Okay. Uh, it's okay to share. It's just best not to pick blue bonnets uh, uh, and let them just let them go to seed. This rain okay. may help them make more seed. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, well, before I let you go, the, the Japanese maple tree. Uh, I saw something there mm-hmm. on TV that people were planting planting them. I'm not here. It was in New York City. But uh, can can you plant one of those in, in San Antonio? No. Well, no? They, oh, they, they plant they plant <laughs> some. What? They're hard I'm to grow. Serious. Oh, they're they hard like to grow. acid soil. They don't like our heat. Oh. So they're so, tough to yeah, grow. They're but, really tough. Yeah, it, there's a show. Um, it's called Backyard. Uh, Backyard something is uh, four, three or four people oh, that they, they go to people's houses or apartments or wherever, and, and they make the, these uh, gardens, and they had this tree. I mean, it, you know, and they, they tell you the name of the plants and everything. Mm-hmm. And I said, this 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 tree looks real pretty. I should be nice if you know you, you can put it, you know, you know, in your front yard or your backyard. But but you already said no. It has to be you know, a certain climate or something, or like you said. Yeah, the, the soil. They they like acid soil, and oh. they they don't like our uh, our hot nights and our hot days. So they oh, are real tough right. to stay keep them alive. Some people do it in a. A container or in a kind of a oh enclosed area. What do you call that? A, a, a glassed in, like a um, oh, a greenhouse or something. Well, no, uh, I, I, I'm like like a sunroom, like a solarium. Yeah, solarium. Some places oh, you know, and some oh, okay. uh, offices have those open areas like that. With the, yeah, and they they, oh, they manage like to keep them alive there. Oh no! I, I just saw it on the TV that these people they make gardens for a, you know whoever like a restaurant. There was one they planted so many palms and so many plants. I mean, huh. it cost them you know they they give them a figure two thousand or, or twenty thousand. I mean a lot. They're they you know but these are, are, are big big places and all that you know and they plant grass you know and all that. So I was just wondering about that tree, but you already said no. Okay. Okay, okay, th- thank, th- thanks, y'all. Yeah, All right, bye-bye, thanks. thanks. You take bye-bye. care, Sylvia. All right, 210-308-8867, but we're probably she's going to get the last word today. A reminder, lots of things going on. Jerry's answering a question about container vegetable gardening, and uh, we've got lots of things going on here at the nursery today, lots of uh, folks busy shopping and having a good time. So uh, come on by and visit with us at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It's a nice, pleasant day. There's uh, not, It's overcast, but uh, still the temperature is nice. Oh, you're, and uh, so let's see, what else is going on? Uh, oh, actually, you can just find out all the stuff that's going on by going to MillburgerNursery.com. Oh, thank you. MillburgerNursery.com. She listens to us all the time, huh? Ooh. Uh-oh. What was she? She was trying to drill a container. She is, she's wanting to cherry I, tomato and know it if it grow in a container. and Huh? Yeah, here, you you ask Calvin, because we'll, we're, we're, we're wrapping up here. Oh. Uh, and uh, know if she she needed to know if she should fertilize geraniums. Okay. She bought those in here. 
uh, last week or week before? And I said, yes, uh, with water-soluble fertilizer like miracle Grow." And I told her to uh, put the tomatoes in, in, in a larger, largest container she can find, grow them in full sun, and use uh, lots of Osmocote. Copious amounts? Copious amounts. I don't think I use copious oh, okay. on her. Okay. Well, she was here. She could. Hey, we got 10 seconds. So, JC, thanks uh, for, to JC doing a great job getting all the calls on the air and making it sound so good. Uh, back at the studios, and thanks to you for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.